Welcome to the 10 Minute Life Lesson Podcast. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. When this timer hits 9 minutes and 55 seconds in this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin immediately implementing. The podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, or life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on the journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. About a decade ago, when life coaching became a thing, there was a problem with the industry as it was being formed that has yet to be solved. It was tried to be solved, or people tried to solve it, but it didn't really stick. And that was the fact that there was no regulation to being a life coach. Essentially, your grandmother could tell you some nice things to help you get through your day, and that was essentially life coaching. So if your grandma could do it, then anyone can do it. There was no governing body over it. There was no real sense to really need one in a sense because it wasn't something like psychiatry per se or being an actual doctor where you're cutting into people. Life coaching is essentially showing up, giving people good advice and helping them work through their ways. Just like as if you were a coach for some other actual sport, the actual governing body is not so much about how effective you are in coaching the person, but making sure that you can administer first aid if something happens. There were issues with people taking life coaching and taking a little too seriously and not quite getting much out of it. And there was no first aid in the sense to deal with it. So with that came some governing bodies who try to be governing bodies, but none of them are really official. Nobody really uh, ascends to one as the gold standard. And basically, like I said, if you have some good advice, you can be a life coach. That's how I get to be a life coach, essentially. But the other problem that turned up after people started seeing some success in this is the fact that very young people with very little life experience became life coaches. And this brought up from the simple fact that there was enough self-help out there, enough people out there putting out books and details and materials and checklists, that anybody who could find a good checklist and basically present themselves in a nice light could present themselves as professional, could present themselves as profitable, or at least make the appearance of that, and could present themselves as someone that actually got results. If you had some sort of thing to follow, you could help people follow it, it would be done. Even if these young people, barely out of college, if that far, had very little life experience to go with to help drag people through the doldrums of actual life. So that's the point of today's lesson and it's not so much a way for me to justify me being a life coach but just a quick aside that one I've been through a good bit of things in life and two I've actually had chances to manage people work people and go through courses on dealing with life issues so that they can go through them and other courses in the internet world of life coaching as well but the point is it's really about having a good source a good background and good boundaries to work off of I've talked about in the past essentially being able to teach algebra or at least to tutor people in algebra. You just need to have the concepts of algebra down packed. You just know how to do algebra. You may need to do extra assignments and extra uh, practice and do through some screenings to make sure you're able to teach in a classroom, which is not so much about the knowledge that you know, but how you deal with the students. But if you have the knowledge in algebra, you can go and sit down with someone and show them how to learn algebra. You just have to have a source to go back to. Your textbooks that you learn from is how you reteach other people. That's essentially what I'm talking about when you're giving out any advice. And if you are an aspiring life coach, then 
more power to you. But essentially, whenever you're offering up your services, your time, your advice, you should be able to know where the sources come from. You don't have to have a nice, pretty certificate on your wall to claim that you have all the knowledge necessary to be the expert in anything. And I talk about experts a lot as well. But you do have to be able to go back to where the information came from. Now, if it literally is something that your grandmother told you a long time ago that you've seen anecdotally work over time, you can say that. This is essentially why a lot of companies who really know what they're doing keep a lot of people who have the gray hairs to show that they managed through a lot of hard times. Because when hard times come up, they can go back to experience and the experiences that other people, old gray hairs, when they had less gray hair, can actually pass on generational to generational to group to group to group. That's why you want to have senior people who've done something for a long time. And sometimes that doesn't really matter on how old they are. They just have a lot of experience to pass on so that when things look a little weird and you can't go straight to the textbook, people have a working knowledge of sometimes how things used to work in old systems and sometimes just the old gumption of we survived this once. Here's how we're going to survive this again until things get better. You just have to have the ability to go back to a source, whether it is a textbook and a small line in the back end of some module, or whether it is just years and years and years of practice. Being able to convey that message is as simple as saying the message. Having people to understand and having people to actually take in that message as your authority comes from whatever authority you've earned over time and where you can source what you're coming from. Now, this also can backfire on you if you're not very careful. If the source of knowledge you come, you, have, you come up with comes from some weird Facebook page on the middle of the Internet, then people may have the right to question where exactly your expertise should actually lie. But if it comes from actually learning something, if it comes from actually being there, it comes from seeing something like this before or seeing someone show you something like this before, no matter how small or tiny the detail is where it came from, if you can tell where your knowledge, where your sources come from, you'll have the ability to convince folks that this is the way. So what happens when people think you're just making it up? I'm going to give you an example of something I use early in my life coaching, air quotes, career. Uh, basically, as I started off working for professional development, once I realized I read enough professional development books and I've gone through enough courses that if I can align these things in a proper way and then, of course, market myself, I can do this. This was be a great part of my learning experience as I was going on to be a leader in the military and in business and in my own small business as well. So I started working on something simple, things I can simply write on, things on getting people better, improving stuff. And one of my first efforts was a newsletter called You Already Have the Answers. That Those informational answer newsletter nuggets have popped in here or there in this podcast and many other podcasts. It's been in many different forms and because I'm a pack rat with information, it will probably rear its ugly head in its same name at some point in time here or there sooner or later. It'll do that. But you already have the answers. Took a different spin on the life coaching point where it was essentially asking a question that you knew internally what you knew the answer to. The source for that was taking a frustration that we all were dealing with. Basically a frustration I would deal with sometime in the period of time where I was writing that newsletter and then turning it around, turning it into something that was a general question, a general thought, and then putting back on the person. So the source for the answer was essentially them. 
a nagging question in the back of their head that they it was nagging because they just feared putting an answer to the question because then they'd have to move on and deal with it was just like that. The source for that was the person. I took the onus off myself and just made myself a coach who was just guiding a person through an issue and helping them find their way through what was going on. I didn't have to be the expert on anything. I just had to see the question, see where someone was going, and help direct them to the actual answer with the source being them. That's what I do a lot of times when I do my coaching, when I do my talking, and something as simple as accountability coaching. We're just going through a checklist of things that you say you wanted to get done, and then we go over what you got done, what you didn't get done, and why. Figuring out what we can do to help you get closer to getting more of those things done and moving on to the next level of what it is you're trying to do. So I'm not telling you you should go out and become a life coach because I, I, there's plenty of competition out there and I don't need more of it, to be honest. And I'm not telling you not to, though. But I'm also not telling you to take whatever you're saying as gospel just because you say it and put it on other people's onus because they are there to listen to you. If you can't tell the source for where things came from, and the source doesn't even have to be anything all that serious or even reliable, to be honest, but you can't source something that you're telling as your wisdom, as your guidance, as your truth, then you really should question where it's coming from and how wise, how much of a guide, and how true it can be. Sources are easy to find, and like I said, they don't have to be all that concrete. They just have to be some sort of source. If you can source it, you should be able to use it. And if they can believe the source, they should be able to use what you're saying with full trust and confidence. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. This was not supposed to be a sales pitch on me and my services, but since it turned into that, here's the salesy part of my services. Our website, yourbetteryou.info, offers up this podcast, which gave you a lesson in less than 10 minutes. Also, Steps Your Better You, which gives you a lesson in even briefer time, 90 seconds. And you can get both of those podcasts by visiting the website. You can subscribe to them wherever your pods are cast as well. We also have articles that we put out on different aspects of personal and professional development and places where you can hook up with me and we can work on some of those things like accountability coaching or maybe put you in one of our cohorts for Better You in 52. We do we start those up every so often where we do group coaching together and there's individual coaching, there's checklists, there's things like that. We can get you on the path to whatever better is for you at yourbetteryou.info. Check it out and see what we can do for you there. You can email me directly with questions and even maybe some quick coaching by emailing yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com. You can email me directly for whatever reason as well at jclevenpayne at gmail.com and check out jclevenpayne.net, my main website, which should showcase everything I do. It actually shows everything I do, but the showcase part, the organization, the organization is a little sketchy. We're working on that as best as possible. Of course, we need you to subscribe to this podcast if you're not already, so you make sure you don't miss out on these and share it with as many people like Manic folks looking to make personal and professional improvements into their lives. We need more people in the pool of knowledge to chat with, to talk with, to pull information from so we can make sure we together are building better use or better us's if you will as i said subscribe to the podcast so you make sure you don't miss out on episodes for every week and next week we'll have another great episode which will probably be less salesy hopefully not less impactful and definitely 
less than 10 minutes to get you that life lesson. In less than 10 minutes, you have a lesson, lesson that you can put to work right there, right here, right now. So get ready to start working on sourcing your ideas and sourcing where your sayings are coming from. And get ready for another great episode next week of the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast from yourbetteryou.info.